This show is brought to you by Nice Mug. Nice Mug is the only mug made entirely out of ice. For more information, go to nicemug.com and enter the coupon code SAUNA for 10% off your entire purchase. So it's uh, Sunday morning. It's Easter morning. It is. And we're on the bench. And uh, who are we sitting with here? Jamie. And this is Will. And how'd you guys end up here? And let's talk about the weekend. Yeah, so we read Glenn's uh, Song of Times blog. And we decided on a whim to enter the contest that he had to get a free trip up here. And we entered and we, and we won. So here we are. Yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah, tell us, uh, tell, tell listeners about uh, sauna days and, um, you know, just from when you arrived, uh, just a quick little brush over of, of the last 48 hours. Sure, I don't know too much about how it all came about, but we, this is at Larsmont Cottages. Uh, there was three different types of sauna here from, and two new vendors or new sauna vendors, uh, the barrel saunas and then a mobile one, which was really cool. And then the traditional, yeah, he, he had, and then the traditional large amount of cottage sauna, which we're in as we speak. Yeah, you this know. This is my favorite one, I think, to be honest. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, when you have mobile, you have, um, when you have a fixed sauna, you have so many more advantages, yeah. you know, from the, the proximity building. to the lake was good. I yeah. like this one. Yeah. 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 The jumping. And, and what did you guys think, like, would you, uh, you know, if for, for folks listening, um, maybe we'll have sauna days again, um, you know, just kind of walk them through, walk the listeners through about, you arrived, there were saunas, we have this facility, um, take it from there, how did, how did it work out? Yeah, it was, well, it's a beautiful space, so it, you could kind of, like, do exactly what you wanted, and it wasn't too, I don't think it was too festival-y in the sense where there was, like, too much pressure to be around like sauna when you want, hang out when you want, jump in the lake when you want, but it wasn't like you're, I didn't feel any FOMO, like fear of missing out if we were going to go back and like, you know, take a second, take a breather. Yeah. Or take a nap. Yeah, or, exactly. Or go do your own thing. Totally. The ki- we went kayaking yesterday as part of that activity and it was really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. The day tripper guys are awesome. Yeah. Aren't they? I was rapping with those guys. Now this is Duluth, Minnesota and we are you know, north of, of Duluth, and this is the, you know, it's interesting, Lake Superior, they call the east shore uh, the female side of Lake Superior, where it's more uh-huh. gentle, calm, but they call this side the male side, where it's more rugged, rugged uh-huh. shoreline, you know, yeah. the north shore, very rugged, you know, and so so we have, are able to, you know, up here, like really with, with day tripper and stuff, is to create these experiences, you know, of the that complement the ruggedness of this totally. terrain, you know. Yeah. So, so the kayaking, you got to see the shoreline. Yeah. We, did and you was, go to the north or to the south? We went yeah. farther north. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little ways. What I mean, was it, it was like? just an hour. It was yeah. super super chill. Like yeah. Not, really calm water. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think that was probably the, one of the most incredible parts about this weekend. Is it was felt like it was could have been a June day yeah. almost yeah like it was water was incredibly flat yeah and uh, clear and clear and it was you know now today's a little chillier but it it was so nice yesterday <laughs> as you were kayaking looking down into this clear beautiful 
you know, water. Mm. Did you start thinking about sauna? Like, you're back. I'm going to jump in. Yeah. yeah, we were literally like, does this kayak go straight into a sauna? <laughs> is there a roll-up? Is, is there a drive-in kayak and go? Well, that's what I was talking with the day tripper guys about is, is, uh, is compliment. You know, we could have the Hiki Hut sauna. We could have multiple saunas on route. And uh, we could have a sauna kayak tour. We could totally. do all yeah. kinds of totally. things. Right? I've heard of, I've read some crazy... Um, blogs about the floating you know you put a sauna put a little um barrel sauna or something on a pont two pontoons right and on. just float it out there and yeah. fire it up yeah and, uh, you could totally put one of those out there on like the end point or the halfway point of the kayak tour yeah 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 be incredible right on so jamie so you get up here uh, friday evening did you guys sauna friday evening we did yeah we got up here and we walked into the lodge at the larsman cottages lodge and there was someone from um, the brewery, um, Ursa, Minor. Ursa Minor Breweries, giving out samples of beer. So our first, we walked, we walked <laughs> got out of the car after the drive here, which is not too bad from the cities, and then had it, tasted some beer, tasted some gin, checked in, and then got in the sauna immediately, basically. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great line is, uh, you know, you, you really haven't arrived until you jump in, and what a cool yeah. thing. You did. I mean, you know, you leave all of the, the city behind you. You guys immediately immerse yourself into nature up here, yeah. and uh, you had that Friday evening sauna. A couple of rounds? A couple of few rounds? Maybe three, yeah. 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 Yeah, and two, 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 two jumps in the lake twice, two times, yeah. yeah. Pure, I'm going to go again this morning. Yeah, man, I know. That's why I joined you. Now, you know, I got to say, I sauna three times a week regularly, you know. And one of the reasons why I don't sauna every day is, you know, maybe it's like alcohol, you know, if you start yeah. doing it yeah. too much. <laughs> but, you know, I've saunted my ass off this weekend as well, much yeah. like you guys. And uh, and I typically don't sauna in the mornings. It's just kind of a... It's, I don't know other reason. It's just I yeah. there's my the sweet spot for me is more in the later afternoon or at night before bed or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of people really dig the morning sauna, like you guys jumping in the lake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to the wake the, up. Yeah. yeah, that's right, and that's what compelled me to come in. And here I run into you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really kind of a nice uh, circular thing because I was able to enjoy the sauna with you guys Friday night when you you know we were out there with the moon. Yeah, how about that? That, that was, was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I mean, what a like um, we were we were not alone. I mean, yeah. you know, we jump in the lake and all that, and all of a sudden we turn around and there's this massive moonrise mm -hmm. over yeah. Lake Superior. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen anything like that. It was yeah. a really good, a really great experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so that was Friday night. Uh, Saturday, that was uh, some kayaking going yeah. on. Yeah, full day. We saw it in the morning, and then we uh, got breakfast, and then um, tried out the other little guys. Mm -hmm. um, and... The other saunas? Yeah, yep. the other saunas. We, well, we started actually like yesterday in the barrel sauna. One of the barrel saunas. And then came over, I think kind of came over here and then jumped in the lake and then went for breakfast. Yeah. And then went to kayaking and then then that smorg, that feast oh. last night. Oh my God. Jeez. We overdid I'm still recovering it. We were, yeah. Well, that's another reason why I'm in the sauna this morning. Yeah, food I have coma. some calories to burn. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm sorry if my sweat smells like pork. <laughs> what was your what was your favorite off the, what 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 food comes to mind on the on the finished smorgasbord? Uh, if you had to pick one, like as I as we revisit the smorgasbord, what one dish sort of comes to mind? You well, know, just stands out. Well, I, well, 
we went back, so we got a full plate. You know how you go through a buffet thing and you grab one of everything? Yeah. Because you, get, you don't know what is You're good so and what's excited. bad. Yeah. 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 And then you overeat that and then you have to, but then you have to go back for just a little bit more on what you really, you have to. yeah, what yeah. you really wanted a second bite of. And for me, I was surprised. I'm normally not, I don't, I keep my, my expectations for the Swedish meatballs low just because there's too many, you know, mediocre editions of them. And these ones, I went back for seconds. That yeah. was incredible. That gravy was incredible. Incredible, yeah. Um, the cabbage rolls the cabbage I, rolls. came out of nowhere for me. Like, you know, mm. you always expect the salmon, the mm -hmm. the pork tenor or whatever cut of pork that was mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. the, the hits. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. for me, the more traditional stuff really, really knocked it out of the park. Amen. Jamie, for you? The cabbage rolls for me too. Yeah. I, I, I remember like, I'm the kind of person that looks at the menu before I go to a restaurant like every time and i did that for for this i looked at the the smorgasbord menu and i remember seeing the cabbage rolls out there and getting really excited about mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. and they did not disappoint the way julia summarized it is uh <clears throat> you know and she is a my wife julia she's very much a food aficionado and, mm -hmm. and she's also you know dietarily constrained a bit you know um She's coming coming out of the woods from this Lyme's disease. It's just oh. been tough, but so her diet is really restricted in that. Mm -hmm. But um, she she cheated a bit, you know, in yeah. terms of the the smorgasbord last night. But you know, her comment was, you know, every every item yeah. on that was. plate was oh totally. And to your, I do the same thing. Well, you know, I I go through and grab a little bit. Just I do the same. I think a lot of people do yeah. that. They want to try everything and all that. And and my thing was is like I didn't know what to go back for seconds for. Because everything I had was just totally. so responsive. And the desserts. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, all it's the same story. There were three different styles of desserts, three different desserts. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, I could I think I ended up going back for seconds <laughs> on all of this. Was, we did too, so did we. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely overate. And then, I don't know if this was a smart move, but we did it because we, uh, <laughs> we you know, just gorged ourselves. And then came straight to the sauna, uh -huh. <laughs> and we couldn't even get on the height, like the top, right. end, just because it was too hot. Like we yep. just wanted some nice, like mm. digestif style <laughs> sauna, not anything hardcore. Right on. But I almost—I mean, luckily Jamie was here because we were both like falling asleep <laughs> on this yeah. lower bench, just yeah. like I, yeah. I never want to leave. Well, you guys are real. I mean, you guys really have maximized sauna as part of sauna sauna days, the sauna weekend. I mean, uh, I think, I mean, w there was no like you were saying, it's completely chill. There was no FOMO and all that, and there, nor was there anybody scorekeeping of how many sauna no, rounds. No. No. But but I have to say, I think you guys may. Um, I don't even want to say it. I, mean, <laughs> you know, I was going to say that you guys maybe win the prize for the most saunas based on... I don't on know. I don't think so. Well, no, what's the prize? Exactly. I mean, I'll accept it if it's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is we'll never find a winner because uh, as many sauna rounds as you guys have taken, uh, your sauna routine this weekend or your sauna experience this weekend was right in par with ma many people. I mean, yeah. there was people sauning yeah. in, at all times of day. Yeah. And it made it re really kind of compelling in that you were sitting on the sauna bench with different people every time totally yeah and, and different times of the day yeah and, and get a few you get a few regulars like you yeah. come like discussions that continued because you saw yeah. someone again but a lot there was a lot of times where we would come in and we didn't know any of the people and then yeah. 
bounce to a new one and there's i mean that was a there's a lot of people here it was really so so a, a loaded question do you think um sauna brings out the best in people meaning that the conversations are good because everyone's in a good environment and you know the conversation flows i mean is it that or does sauna attract light-minded uh, cool people and that you know by virtue of that your conversations are going to be of common interest or uh, compelling i mean if you had to pick one is it the sauna that brings out the best people or does sauna bring out the best in people? What do you think? Well, you said I had to pick one. I mean, I was going to go with the classic. I think it's a little bit of both answer. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to pick one, I think it would be that the, the sauna brings out the best in people. Because when you put people in a, a small room together and there's literally nothing else to do except for either be silent or have conversation um yeah i think especially right now like with like i don't know i'm gonna sound really old right now but like when with all of like the technology and people just not really having spaces where you are in a room with other people and there's nothing else to do except for talk to one another um i think it can be a little bit maybe awkward for someone at some times but once like you get it flowing it's like uh, it's beautiful Mm, well said. Will, any, any different Well, now I guess that? I have to take the second one because <laughs> she took the first one. No, I was going to say the same thing. A little, little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess locally here, I mean, I'm sure that there's a, there's a pretty vibrant community around this. And the, there's a lot of, I'm, I really like it because it's a very maker community. You know, it's people that are making their own things that talk about how they want to do it for themselves or, you know, mm -hmm. sharing wood types and all, you know, stoves and whatever uh, all the pieces that go into this and it's just not that complicated to do um but it is hard to do right so it's fun to see people like get intrigued and then want to go try to diy it which is really sauna fun talk. yeah yeah sauna, sauna talk is often about sauna and then the creation of of sauna of their for their own or uh, and you bring up will another another really cool point about um Sauna seems to attract, you know, makers, uh, DIY enthusiasts, yeah, this totally. and that. And, and um, a, um, an attribute of that is collaboration, is yeah. it? Oh, of course. I mean, you can't do it yourself. And not many. There's only a couple sauna experts, and there's only one in this room. <laughs> oh, come on. No, no. I'm just experienced, man. Yeah. I'm older than you guys, you know? And I leaned into this thing um, out of love, you know, out of interest and out of collaboration, out of the joy of sharing, you know? And, uh, you know, helping people build their own sauna. I've said this a few times, but for me, it's always been like a candle, you know? I have a candle lit in my backyard with an authentic sauna that, you know, has been so monumental for my wellness and mm -hmm. to share that with others. And as someone else, you know, builds or constructs or purchases their own sauna, there's another candle being yeah. lit, you know, totally. like, or, 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 or sharing of that flame, you know, for others. And, totally. you know, I think up here, there's been a lot of candles lit, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like-minded people um, bringing, you know, I often bring, you know, yoga into the mix as we speak to sauna. There's a lot of people that, uh, that enjoy yoga or, or, or benefit from yoga uh, that also are, are really digging this, uh, sauna you know and, yeah. and and you look at yoga and that's a that's a community you know i mean totally. you know they'll, they'll go to yoga practitioner a on tuesday and then you know someone else on a saturday and then they may do yoga at home you know mm -hmm. and do that but there is a community aspect to to that there's a collaborative aspect to for sure 
So we, we, we gravitate to those things, don't we, Will? De definitely. I mean, that's why we're here. That's yeah, why man. we're honored to be here. It's been an, yeah, delightful. Yeah. Thank you so much. I can't, we can't thank you enough. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, we're looking forward to Sauna Days. What is it, second, second annual yeah. Sauna Days? Yes, yes. Is there a plan yet, or is it, well, is it know, already yes. so, irons in the fire type of thing? Well, I'm sure it, the people that participated or, or came to this first one have are very um, Minnesota opinionated. Well, uh, okay, so just in speaking with a lot of the guests for Sauna Days, um, <clears throat> I'd be surprised, you know, I, I think everybody that came will come again, you know, yeah. and, and we all say that while the halo is still glowing, you know, from this weekend. Well, the sauna's but, still hot. Yeah. Well, the sauna, yeah, right on, right on. But uh, I think it'll stay, I think that, that, that the residents will stay with us, and, you know, those that attended, you know, will, will come again. Those that awesome. couldn't come, I, I think, have... You know, they're, yeah. they're sniffing around. Yeah. Maybe they're listening to this. You know, you guys painted a clear picture, so you know there'll be more coming. Totally. But the the main the main thing is Lars Mont Cottages. You know, and they totally. and visiting with the staff, the general manager, uh, Craig, the marketing director, who who really was the. Without Craig, there would be no sauna days. Craig really uh, put a lot of effort and lean into this event. Um, I think subconsciously we kept this one. We all, you know, Craig, the management here, uh, we kept this one. You know, kind of mellow, yeah. right? Right. We weren't yeah. out there to advertise it in the Star Tribune yeah. or New York Times no. and say, "Come on out," you know, because we wanted to feel it. Right? Yeah, you feel know? it out. You got to yeah. start small, and it's in, that way. I mean, that's the best path for um, like uh, thoughtful growth. Thoughtful growth. Yeah. yeah. Hey, on that score, you want to talk about your gig? <laughs> can we? Can we? Do you want to dive into that? Jump in the lake. Yeah. yeah. Can we jump in the lake first? Right. I'd love and and to. then, well, uh, I'd like to have listeners hear a little of bit course. about uh, what what you're up to. I'd love to talk about it. Cool. I'll, I'll take any mic that that gets shoved into my face any day. All right. right. You know. It's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going back. I'm going for it. So that was a that was a really fulfilling cold plunge. Um, we learned from the locals about a better spot to jump in, and we all that we didn't ease in there. We just we all went in. We all hit it hard. You gotta, when you jump, I think it's the I think it's way more fun when you jump. Just oh, it's yeah. way easier than trying to like crouch your way on the cold like rocks as yeah. your feet are starting to get too, home it's already. It's too gradual. I need yeah. the like just the all in. You go all in, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jamie, what's your day job? What what are you up? What's your your thing? Uh, so right now, I'm kind of in a career transition a little bit. Um, I used to work at the state legislature um, up until last November, and now I'm kind of transitioning into um, the immigration field. So I'm interning part-time at the um, Immigrant Law Center of Minnesota. Nice. Um, and yeah, so a little bit of a career transitional moment for me. Um, and Will also is kind of doing a career transition right now. We actually um, part of the part of the really great thing about coming up here this weekend and winning the Sauna Times um, contest was that uh, we got to celebrate um, Will's transition period from his last day as a, as his, his day job as a paramedic was. When was it? Tuesday, Will? Yeah. yeah. And now he is focusing on his uh, solar, his, well, I'll let him talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, I'd love to hear about that. And just to interject, you know, uh, we had a contest uh, for uh, readers and followers of Sound of Times to, you know, submit just a very simple, I mean, there was no real structure except, uh, hey, you know, a few sentences or a paragraph or two 
why you'd like to attend sauna days. We had a lot of uh, applicants. I don't even know if you know this crazy story. So what we did is we picked, um, it, it was hard. I mean, a lot of people had some really cool things to say about why they wanted to attend sauna days. And so I took, uh, I took 15 of the submissions and put them on a, uh, a, um, a Google sheet, you know, like a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know what I was going to do. I just had to sort of, I, actually what I, the well, reason why I did that is I wanted to do a post and it, we had, a, you know, a beautiful poems. We had mm -hmm. great stories and great reasons and compelling this. So there were like 15 really awesome ones. And I figured these are the finalists, right? Mm -hmm. and, and then, <clears throat> so I had them on the Google sheet with the intent, but it was just too clunky to try to get it into a post on Sound of Times because the mm -hmm. formatting was all messed up. And so I had this, so on the, uh, uh, along the side there was, you know, we had numbers one through 15, right? So I said, look, this is just going to get too crazy. So I, I took a sheet of paper and there's actually 16. So, you know, I folded it up into mm -hmm. 16s and cut around the folds and had little pieces of paper and just numbered them <laughs> one through 16, right? Yep. And I literally put them in a hat, right? And then I, I pulled out number eight, right? And then Julia was in the uh, other room or whatever, and I, she, I called her into my office, and I, I shook them all up, and I said, pick one. And she picked number eight. <laughs> and I'm like, well, who's number eight? <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> and, I, and I mean, you know, life works in great ways. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and I send a nice note to all the other, you know, 15 finalists, you know, saying, look, uh, thanks for submitting some great stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I just want you guys to know that though you didn't win, who, who, the person who won is hugely appreciative. And I just think it's really cool that we're sitting on a sound bench with both you guys, because now everybody, hopefully all finalists are listening to this. And are sharing in your joy and your yeah, appreciation yeah. of sauna days. Well, we loved it. It was incredible. It was a wonderful moment. Yeah, man. Great. So, again, fate, you know, number eight. You guys are number eight. <laughs> and, uh, Jamie, you mentioned you were looking for a way to celebrate for, for yeah. Will's career transition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the good karma department, we're sitting here <laughs> on the bench. And uh, solar, Will. Yeah. So, I, I finished my uh, day job up on Tuesday. Uh, as a, I've been working for the last seven years as a uh, EMT paramedic, and uh, yeah, we're starting a, a very small um, social enterprise we call it to do uh, um, solar in disasters. So we send out basically um, small towable or palletized uh, solar nanogrids. So they have panels on them, batteries, an inverter, basically everything you need so that. A response agency that's sending other equipment to disasters don't doesn't need to use a diesel generator and can leave communities that have been affected by um, now mostly climate emergencies uh, with the tools to recover more more resilient resiliently. So yeah, that's what we're working on. It's it's definitely a, a gonna be a an interesting next couple of years, but it, it's um, it's kind of a we're at this if we don't do it now. Yeah. Um, we're going to be really wishing we had. So. Yeah, that's, what was the compelling, um, <clears throat> you know, they always call us the adjacent possible. You know, what, what, what were you working on that allowed this project to uh, expand uh, to a point where you're all in on that? Yeah, so for the last two years we've been working on it. Um, we've done pilot projects in Puerto Rico, Nevada, and we just actually sent a, another towable um, little solar shelter to... Um, South Dakota 
after the floods. It's in Pine Ridge right now, where the native community there has been pretty devastated by flooding. Um, but we, it really started two years ago. I was working as a program manager in uh, Guinea during the Ebola outbreak. And we had funding from the CDC. And the, when I came in on the, as the, the, you know, looked at the budget, they had five diesel generators to purchase for five remote health clinics, like way, you know, five hours from the capital of Conakry. So, and the plan that the aid agencies were thinking of for this mission was uh, set up five refrigerators, pay for gas in, in cash transfer programs, and then, um, hope that that money gets spent on gas to power the refrigerator to yeah. power the blood to store the blood samples in a, at the right temperature so you could send them to the the um, capital for testing and a thought, lot of conditional ifs yeah there. And, and I mean you can go to these a lot of these if, you know areas where they've received aid um, where they have they already have a generator that's been some other aid or agency purchased. And they don't have the money for the gas, so mm -hmm. why well, would it, it's a great it's a great system until you run out of the the aid group leaves, mm -hmm. and then um, it becomes a big paperweight. So well, it, also it becomes a liability. In totally. other words, they need uh, currency to purchase fuel exactly as a as almost a needle in their arm, exactly. like an addiction to the fuel. Totally. Well, and that's the I mean that's that's a much broader. Uh, societal problem but we so we asked the CDC hey can we spend more money up front to to install solar refrigeration systems so it's just a couple panels with with a battery that's charging a DC um, chest cooler and they said yes uh, we found found you know installed them over the next couple months and um, they're they're slated to last five years so Regardless of whether mm -hmm. um, that program continues to be funded, they at least have the refrigeration that, that is, um, you know, functional and doesn't rely on a continued cash stream, which is really exciting. So we, I love that program. Kind of wondering why, why they're how to incentivize that more broadly across the the aid industry. Um, so yeah, there's a couple hurdles to solve there, but first we need the the equipment, and then we need to figure out the financing question and. Uh, um, yeah, go mm. from there. But it turns out every I have yet to meet a disaster affected community that wants um, to build back with the same power lines that got them into the mess. Well said. Well, what is the, your company called? Oh, it's <laughs> called Footprint. You can mm -hmm. find more about our information at footprintproject.org. Footprintproject.org. And we were chatting on the sound of bench about um, <clears throat> an interesting model of festivals. As, oh, a, yeah. as a way, can can you speak to that and totally. how, how that came about? Yeah, so it's it's it kind of came out of came to being out of necessity because the response agencies, the NGOs that um, end up procuring generators, they don't have the the upfront money to invest in a nanogrid. Nanogrids cost generally like ten times more than just a standalone diesel system or a gas generator. So they don't have the money to just buy it outright. Um, so what we're what we're looking into is owning the systems ourselves, renting them to, to positive events, festivals, um, off-grid weddings, um, any kind of event that would otherwise procure a small five to 20, 25 kilowatt generator. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
um, renting this our systems to them as a as a way of generating consistent revenue for to be able to deploy them pro bono after a uh, climate emergency. So it's it's a little bit of a um, hybrid enterprise. Yeah. Um, but we found it's the only real way to get these these expensive solar generators into the hands of people that need them most. Because mm. um, a lot of the current nanogrid tech is all going to off-grid mining, mm. oil and gas, mm. um, kind of these, these traditional um, uh, industries that don't really take into account the needs of a, you know, a small nonprofit that's sending five to ten volunteers to go do some pretty incredible work mm. after some of the most devastating events in our uh, yeah. in our country. Help people in a critical need. Exactly. Yeah, so help people have fun in a festival yep. environment or exactly. a wet environment. And in return, you know, by deploying these these units as so they're having fun. Yep. Right. And then exactly. and then when the units are there to really sustain life or, you know, help people in really yep. dire situations. So it's a real like uh, bookend model here. Exactly. Fun and uh, and uh, and serious function. Yep. And there's a really good value adds to both um, clients. Yeah. You can call them um, the NGOs generally don't have to spend as much on diesel, and they can kind of build grants around resilient recovery in a way that they can display to donors if they have a system in place already. Um, and then from the positive event side. One, you're you're not you don't have the noise of a generator humming in the background of your stage. Um, mm -hmm. There's your marketing potential is pretty much limitless mm -hmm. with how you want to tell this story. Yeah, um, that's what we bring to the table is the ability to kind of tag on to this story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people, I mean, it's really not that more expensive now than uh, renting a, a diesel system. So that's right. And once those fixed costs could be uh, exactly. amortized and picked up, yep. you know, through fun or, yep. you know, these, these other events, then, yeah. So then the, the proposition yep. becomes that much more yep. attractive against these. Exactly. Things. And it's fun to bring it back to sauna days because there's, there was a mobile sauna with a small solar system yeah. to do, I think, lighting, mm -hmm. which is perfect. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's a perfect example of kind of how these fun events can kind of display the, yeah. the effectiveness of resilient power systems. Um, in yeah, Larsmont Cottages. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna shut the power off at Larsmont for next. Yeah, yeah. Days. Just give it a shot. Just do <laughs> full. Yeah. No, and, but it's fun. It's fun to think about. And again, for listeners, will the the website? Yeah, um, footprintproject.org. Um, wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. By all means, we're also on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, all of the things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I have to tie it back to sauna as I do <laughs> yeah. in a crazy way. This is what happens on the sauna bench. You know, uh, the spirit of. Uh, uh, long conversation, uh, open conversation, you know, yeah. what are you up to? Totally. You know? yeah. And and I find on the sound of bench, we rarely talk shop, meaning like, what's your day job? Yeah. And all yeah. that. But very relevant for right now. To, yeah. You know, you got this great celebration of your transition, mm -hmm. leaning into this this wonderful, uh, you know, the, the other thing I have to say is that it's right place, right time. I yeah. mean, you know, the, the costing is coming down. Exactly. The, uh, yeah, you know, of, of the space, in the space, the solar space. And the, um, it, we're reaching that inflection point where, you know, you look at, at, at the solar installation versus diesel, and that inflection point is on us today, and as things progress, uh, you're going to become the clear winner, not just for the, hey, getting off the grid, yeah. you, know, you know, without and trying to chase down diesel fuel and the sound, but the cost-benefit the cost benefit analysis is, is almost there already. Oh, completely. It, and particularly, I'm really excited about, I just was talking to Jamie yesterday, 
well, in, in and out of these saunas about how to do a mobile um, wood-fired sauna system complemented with a solar, yeah. a pretty robust solar nano grid right. that would be able to handle, I mean, eight, the biggest problem for solar and solar storage, so solar plus batteries, which prevents you from needing a generator, um, in Minnesota is that it gets so cold that doing heat through batteries is just still the chemistry is really hard. It's you need a really big battery bank to provide yes, resilient heat yes. um, for really cold climates. But if you can use a wood burning stove, yes. that would create a you know have a small sauna or a small setting yeah. where you could sauna and also heat the rest of the space. Yes, um, you really could kind of leapfrog over that so, diesel into yes. a solar plus wood pretty much yeah. power system. Yeah, the one-two punch. Yep. So let's talk about punch number one in the small world department, um, Upanor. I'm hoping to visit with those folks on uh, on my visit to Finland because my goal in terms of a sauna builder, in a, even in a mobile environment, is that we can build uh, wood-fired saunas and recycling some of that heat down yep. into a radiant heat system. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do that, and that looks that's the way that's the only way it's going to work. Right, and then and then your system comes in and powers the music, the lights. Yeah. The, the, the less draw yeah. uh, elements. We can power everything on a mobile system up to air conditioning. So we can yeah. get up to um, summer, you know, hot summer days, you can yeah. power a full AC system with a solar nanogrid. Um, the problem is the linchpin is heat. Um, yep. yep, yep, I get it. Yep, and that's and that's a uh, that's a matter of physics and chemistry or whatever. Yeah. That's a science totally um, challenge that will not be solved. Uh, but but we, there's new technologies every day, so it's really yeah. about connecting the the pieces that are out there yes. and putting them into a livable space. And less about I mean every I read every single day with these news feeds about the newest you know, most efficient solar panel or the most efficient whatever. It's not about getting to that like end all be all moment of full energy efficiency. About It's about getting relatively efficient systems into the hands of people that otherwise don't have them. Spot on, spot on. So the adjacent possible with this project exactly. is wood fired yeah. um, with, with the solar nano grid yeah. and parking it by the shores of Lake Superior yeah. where we step out like we're doing right now and jump in.